0: Hello and welcome to the 195th episode of the ReaperCast. We're getting close to 200 there. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Green Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I'm over cutting my grass already. The first day I cut the grass, the first day of this this year, I could have cut it in February, but I didn't. I I held back. Uh, And I'm over it already. One one lawn cut done and over. It. I'm ready to hire someone out. So maybe I'll get Grex to come down here in his uh, GRG official banana hammock and mow my lawn. No, have to oil myself up a little bit first. There we go. Get the webcam out. Anyway, <laughs> for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing the following. Oh yeah, we went down a dark path there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we want? in a multiplayer game, the cancellation of E3, cheaper drive coming to the Xbox Series S and X, and we will wrap it up with what shows we are watching. And with that, we will introduce our guest on the show. You heard Grex. He has his own lawn care service. Uh, how you doing? What are you drinking? What are you playing?
1: Uh, let's see. I'm drinking tonight um, Allagash Two Lights. Pretty good. And then I am playing, of course, Black Desert. And when I'm getting bored of grinding in that, it's either Halo or Quick Game Halo or Fortnite to work on the season passes.
0: Now was that Alagash, light or two lights? It's called two lights. Two lights. Okay, I've never seen that before. Light beer? You're watching your figure. I, it's
1: <laughs> uh, it's like beer brewed with uh, champagne and
0: Ooh. stuff, so it's like bubbly. So it's oh. kind of. Fancy. Fancy. I guess you're uh, embezzling from GRG again. So I see that you <laughs> extra money to afford this, this higher end beer. I <laughs> we'll have to get valiant to look at our books. <laughs> All right. Also joining us is Selden 007. How you doing? What you drinking? What you playing? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that my influence is maybe bringing up the
2: level of what we're drinking because. Uh, Currently, I'm just finishing a Spider-Bite Mango Blonde Ale. <laughs> but then I'm following that up with a Spider-Bite French-style Saison Ale. So that's what I got going on. Oh, you even get to the accent in there. Yeah. Saison, oh. No. <laughs> oui, wee! Oui. It's a French-style <laughs> Saison Ale, yeah. Oh, my accent is probably horrible, and I hate to offend anybody that's out there. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> what I have been playing, I've been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty DMZ. Uh, the best uh, game type that's out there currently in the COD uh, universe. And uh, enjoying the hell out of that. Finish up the season pass for uh, season two. Got about eight, nine days left in season two before uh, the season three drop. i um, looking forward to that. Other than that, just a mishmash of other games and some stuff I can't talk about. <laughs>
0: uh, And we don't care about offending the French. Or really just anybody that listens to GRG. In fact, my job is to offend GRG members. So it's okay. Huh. <laughs> how's the uh, mango beer I don't, I don't i haven't really had a, a fruity beer is it like real heavy mango or no it's actually a real light i was uh i
2: was actually at the uh, brewery because it's a long island brewery here spider bite and um i was they had a cherry sour ale and i was about to get pick that up uh, to bring home but then i looked in their cabinet and i was like Oh, you know what? Maybe not the sour. Well, I mean, then I see the, the the blonde ale with the mango, and I was like, let me try that. It's actually not bad. It's got a very light mango uh, flavor to it, um, but it's definitely like that blonde ale, so it's like, you know, out of the, the craft beers that I drink, that's the lightest of the beers that I think I've drank in a long time.
0: And uh, you're a famous podcaster on another podcast. Do you want to promote that real quick? Sure, you can also catch me over at the
2: Tool to Play's Still Got Game podcast um, on all the major podcasting networks. You can also find us on Twitch, YouTube, and uh, uh,
0: one of those other streaming services.
2: God, I can't remember. Holy shit. But yeah, just uh, search Still Got Game. You'll find us out there.
0: And you guys just hit uh you guys are, well, you're past it now, 500. I saw that I was watching a little bit of 500. Yeah, we had, uh, we just passed uh,
2: episode 500. We had on a couple of the old hosts, uh, Duty Rock and uh, Codeman. Man. Um, he was man. on there too. So yeah, it was nice having some of the old guys back uh, from the original days of the podcast. And uh, yeah, 500's a big milestone. So Messy, I know man. that you're working
0: for it here on ReaperCast. You're almost uh, 200 now, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm going to go and, and and give it all up. Sell GRG to Grex for $5 and uh, move on. You pay me $5 to take GRG. <laughs> <It's laughs> all mm-hmm. right. Well, once again, my name is Lala Calamari. I am drinking a Philly Twist Pretzel Pilsner. And who the? F- I don't even know who makes this. Uh, I can't read. You got to be careful. I, I got my reading glasses on. Levante Brewing Company. I don't know. I just saw it was a Philly thing, Philly twist. Um, one of the best foods in Philadelphia is the Philly soft pretzel. It's the only thing I think I would truly miss if I left this region. I love Philly soft pretzels. are different than any other crappy soft pretzels you all heathens enjoy. It's better. And you put a little bit of spicy golden mustard on, it's heaven. So anyway, this this is a Pilsner named after it's. It's pretty decent. It's all right. I just bought it because it said it. And it has the uh, the Phillies uh, colors on, so it's, it's baseball season. So I, why not? Why not? It fell into my cart. What am I going to do? I had to pay for it. <laughs> Is it yeasty and salty? <laughs> that, I
2: got I got flavors like that too, but you don't want to drink them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now it just it tastes like a pilsner. It doesn't even taste like anything crazy. It's it's all right. I don't know <laughs> if I would buy it again, but whatever. It fell into my cart when I was at the store. I had to pay for it when I was there. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I am playing uh, a lot of Destiny, unfortunately. Um some Call of Duty. I did not finish the season pass and I don't think I will. It's just I'm like way behind. Like I think I'm I don't even think I'm 75% of the way done yet. And some Fortnite. How exciting am I? The same games over and over. All right. Uh, let's just move along with the show. We will go into this episode's rant. And over the weekend, I've been playing a lot of Destiny, and I decided to try this thing. They had uh, was the Trials of Osiris PVP event. Every once in a while, they they host this. I think it's like the weeks that Iron Banner not present. So I guess it's every weekend. But anyway, I decided to give it a, a, a shot. It's a three, ver- three verse three ultra competitive sweat lord game mode. And it's basically team deathmatch. You get one life team deathmatch this year or this season. They added a new thing to a new slant to it where there's an objective. So after like two minutes, you can cap the objective and you'll win the round or kill all the opponents. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) what a mistake on my end to try this game mode. I I don't even know why I was so intent on doing this. I just had this thing I wanted to complete, um, get to level 17 with Saint, uh, whatever his name is, um, for Trials. I wanted to get to level 17, unlock all the rewards, and just, I I was determined to finish it. And boy, I suffered for it immensely, heavily. I suffered. It was brutal. It was a complete beatdown. Beatdown after beatdown. I I don't even think I was playing the same game that my opponents were playing. Like I don't know what I was doing because they were just kicking my ass, and it's just it so was sweaty. Oh, it's it so was sweaty. horrible. And, and you would think like after game after game, you, you like the teams would would mix up and you would have a chance. Maybe your team, you know, I would get somebody that would carry me to a win. Nope, nope. I think like maybe in five games we. Maybe one game would be competitive. Most of them were just blowouts. And most of the time, it was my side getting curb stomped. Like, just bu- brutal. Like, not even getting kills. Is it just
1: solo queue, or is it team queue?
0: Can you, uh, you can do them? both. Uh, but they have solo... Like, I think it used to be team queue before. Now it's solo. You can solo in. But you can also team team queue in. I, there's not, like... Two different cues, you know. They're so it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you're getting stomped by just a bunch of pre made. Well, probably. I mean, I, and I can accept that. Like, if it was that, like, occasionally you got you got stomped, but you would think that you some games it would even out and you wouldn't. But it just it never did. It just it was beat down after beat down. But regardless, I I, I got my ass kicked long enough that. I finally reached level 17 and completed it, and I was done. I was like, fuck this. I unlocked this submachine gun that was one of the things, one of the uh, the prizes, and I never got any great rolls for it, but I'm kind of over it. I'm not going to go back in there, and it's just not worth it for me. <laughs> and I guess I got a false sense of security playing Iron Banner the, the week before. That was a whole weekend event, or a whole week event. Uh, at first, I struggled with it, but I, I put together a build that I kind of learned how to play as my hunter, and I, I picked out weapons I, I liked and, and managed to, to hold my own with. At first, I was getting stomped, but by the end of it, I brought my KDR up to like 1.5, and if you didn't like really track the first couple of days when I was stumbling through things, I think I would have been over a 2.0, because I was really – I turned the tide at the end of the week, and um, I felt pretty confident. And then I get in the Trials of Osiris, and hell no, I was playing something else, because at this point, my my blood pressure is still high because of this game. And that just leads me to, like, the, the issues with Destiny and, and PvP with Destiny, and it's you have a couple different things. You have, like, bullshit class superpowers, you have grenades that track you. You'll have enemies throw a grenade and it will literally follow you until it explodes on you and kills you. I mean, there's just no way to avoid it. Uh grenades that pulse and just do or do damage for extended extended amount of time. So they'll throw a grenade somewhere and it'll flash, and every time it flashes, it, it does damage to you if you're in that area. I have no idea how many flashes they do, but it seems to last four fucking ever because <laughs> I could never time it right and I'd die. Uh, Warlocks and Titans with the one punch ability. They just, they'd see you, they punch you and you're dead. Uh, My hunter takes three punches to kill someone. So I I don't even understand what's going on. I mean, I could bitch and bitch and moan about Destiny and and, and PvP, but, uh, in fact, I will. You know, what the hell? We'll we'll, we'll just continue (laughs) I got some extra notes here I wanted to touch base on. They, like I said, they added the flag point that you can capture after like two minutes or whatever the time set time was. After a certain amount of time, you can capture a flag point. Warlocks can drop a healing well on this flag point, so you can't damage them. You'll shoot them, and you'll see it take off maybe like a quarter, but instantly reheal. Take off a quarter, instantly reheal. You can't do any damage. This well lasts longer than it takes to cap the flag. The same with Titans. They can go pop this bubble shield on the objective, you cannot damage them while they're in this bubble shield. But if you enter the bubble shield, you take damage, and they can obviously kill you. It's maddening. Like, how do you have a game mode like this where you have abilities that just make winning so much easier?
2: Yeah, it definitely seems like they're breaking the metric of the game.
0: (laughs) I think the issue is they, they created a PvE game and just don't understand how to balance it towards PVP. And I'm just too dumb to realize how to take advantage of it. Like everybody else is doing. <laughs> See,
2: I think that's my problem. My biggest problem with like the destiny PVP is that the, the God rules in the sets of, you know, abilities and armor. Like I miss the old days of good old halo, you know, PVP where it's like everybody started with a BR and the weapons spawned at certain times. So not you, didn't enter the, each round of life with the the god roll weapon and, you know, the abilities that, you know, can dominate the game. It just, it seems like, you know, you really have to invest a lot of time to get everything souped up to where you get that advantage automatically. I miss the, you know, the days of everybody started on an even playing and it was just based on skill and ability and timing to get what you needed, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is, I guess, where I was going with it, too, because I, when I play uh, multiplayer, and I have a bitch about Call of Duty, too, as well, I've now leaned towards just playing Halo. So if I feel like playing like a a 4v4 or big team battle, that's I go to Halo because everybody is at a level playing field when they enter the game. So you have your Spartan, and I have mine, and we our guns are the same. Now, there's other guns throughout you can pick up use and then obviously the power weapons but they're fair game to anybody so you know you can you have equal shot to it as much as I do you just have to get there and cap it which is fine but holy shit there's guns in Destiny there's this one uh, Yotorn, and it's a fusion rifle and fusion rifle is supposed to be like a laser shotgun that takes a second or two to build up charge to fire this one not this one this one works like a grenade launcher and they can launch it at you from a very far distance and it's a one shot, boom, you're dead. And with a you know, a one life per round game, it it sucks. And they get two two of these charges per round. So they have they can fire twice and then kill they can kill two thirds of the team at a distance. One shot, yeah. No problem. Other gun like Wither Horde, it's another bullshit weapon. It's a grenade launcher. It shoots a AOE, air, like an area of effect circle like that damages you, if you're in it, you're dead. And they get two grenades at the start of every round. And I guess I could go and use that if I wanted to be a cheese person, but no. I'm stupid. Are these <laughs> are new weapons? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually usually the new stuff is always broken. No, actually, I think these two are actually older. I don't have the, the O-Torn, but I know Valiant does. I do have the Wither Horde. Um and it, it's actually a bullshit gun in P V E too. It's just it it's it's easy mode. Um <laughs> The one thing I always
1: buy was a lot of them are like RNG drops.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and you just basically tried to farm the thing over until it friggin' dropped. And then they introduced like different roles, like Selden was saying with the God rolls, so you can get you can get the gun, like, oh I finally got the hottest the meta gun right now, but I got shit rolls for it, so it's it's trash. <laughs> That's my luck. That's the stuff I get. I get the shit rolls. I don't get the god rolls. Yeah, and I, I just feel that like when I'm playing this game, I, I I guess there's some skill involved with these other players, but it's not shown as much as it's more just the the bullshit, the cheesiness of actual crucible in Destiny. Um, that seemed to take over more than actual skill factor, because I feel like if, if I'm at a distance, uh, I can get a scout rifle, which is like a like a one-shot rifle, a semi-automatic, and, and I can hold my own against somebody else shooting at me, because I play a lot of Halo, and we have the battle rifle, and I feel like I get those headshots. Yeah, I, I feel that I'm comfortable enough. I can go against anybody else playing and, and and do just as well. I have a chance. I have an opportunity to win that fight. I understand what's going on. And I just don't understand what's going on in Destiny. And it was just, it was rough. The uh, The map choice for it can suck it as well. Uh, it was a terrible map. It had very tight quarters. Not very, many firing lanes. And uh, I struggled on this map very hard. It was not a map that... I'm comfortable with. I like to be at a distance. I don't like to be up close in any of these games. And let's, I'm playing shipment on call of duty. That's different.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So you joined me the other night and I was grinding out a gun. I was trying to get the stupid gun. I was trying to get this new stupid marksman rifle. I don't even know why, but.
2: Yeah, I was able to hang for a couple games and I'm just like, uh, oh, this is just like a kid on Ritalin. I'm like, I can't take it. I'm like, I did shoot you a
0: party invite. I was trying to get you in to see what you wanted to do, but um. Yeah,
2: no, I think I jumped back to the DMZ because yeah. that's where my that's where my sweet spot is right now. So
0: Sure. And 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 I was gonna talk about like the the issues with Call of Duty. I mean we have the the, the bullshit there too. So you have a lot of the uh the cheesy Weapon combos or the jumping mechanics, the sliding mechanics, just the, the nonsense that goes on with that. I mean, why isn't bunny hopping? Why doesn't that affect accuracy? Like if someone's hopping up and down, shooting at you. <laughs> In real life, you've never seen Navy SEALs do that. No, right? <laughs> they freaking jump.
1: Everybody jumps around corners. And crap yeah, and, like that, ah, oh, so annoying.
2: I just why it doesn't affect fatigue. Also, I'm like if you try to jump in a full suit like that for more than
1: like two seconds, yeah, there's, there's no such thing as stamina inside <laughs> Call of Duty.
2: But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cheese going on in Call of Duty. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of bots that uh, you know cheats and stuff like that that are going through right now. And hopefully, season always, three they patch some of that stuff out.
1: It's but um, cheats. It's, it's Call of yeah, Duty. Like,
2: yeah, it's, it's weird. Like today we were playing a DMZ and somebody got under the textures of the map right at the X-Fill and they were just shooting up through the ground at us. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. But you know, you deal with it. You don't see as much in the DMZ as you do in, uh, you know, the battle oh, Royale. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah sure. So, but it's, you know, it's still present and it gets annoying. I can't believe they haven't like just learn how to deal with it. You would think they would have I'm sure they do have people that subscribe to it like on their team to the to the cheats and just reverse engineering from there. I don't know why that's not a thing, but
2: Well, I mean, Call of Duty is the uh, I think you can honestly say that without a doubt that the number one multiplayer game still out there that most people are playing. And these guys are probably dropping, you know, cheats left and right. I don't
1: think they can chase them all down fast enough. I'm like True. Oh, they usually come out even before the game gets released Yeah, You, know, you got cheats popping up in beta and stuff like that, and then
0: you think they'd patch when it gets released, but they're quick. And, and why is quickscope in a fucking thing in Call of Duty? Like, when did you ever see a sniper quickscope? <laughs> or players that run around with riot shields on their back, and they suffer no movement penalties. I play Call of Duty multiplayer. I used to play it all the time. I can't stomach it now. I literally can't. I can't get past like four or five games. I'm, I only do it to level up weapons so I can go in the Battle Royale and that's it. I'm over it. Yeah. We should make the Call of Duty developers
2: just, they don't have to have a riot shield. We'll just give them an umbrella to carry around on their back open <laughs> and see how fast they can run a 50-yard <laughs> dash. Yeah.
0: The other thing I saw, I, I noticed with games lately is just like the meta issues. And uh, this was prevalent with uh, Destiny. So the trials are Osiris, Osiris, the uh, the one SMG everybody was grinding for was this Immortal SMG, and literally the number one g- gun used in PvP. Beyond, like it wasn't even close second. Like there were there was no close second to it. Actually, the second one, the first one was the Immortal Adept version, which was the high end version. Like this is if you went truly flawless and got seven wins in a row, and it was, it was a special edition one. The Immortal SMG, which is what I have, I don't have the the top-of-the-line one. That was the second most used. And then the third gun wasn't even close. It wasn't even near, you know, the amount of people using it. Uh, I saw this with Call of Duty and Warzone, and that was with the RPD LMG. I mean, it did massive damage. The recoil was minimal. It held 75 rounds in its mag. And it took no time to reload. So there was no reason not to use this. You either use the RPD in Warzone or you just use the RPD in Warzone. And that's it. Like, that's all anybody used. And this went for months. Like, this meta went on for months. Like, how do they not adjust for for meta issues, especially in games that have huge weapon inventory, like Call of Duty does, like Destiny does? You would think they would want to promote people using other weapons, and they just don't. I'll balance it, patch it, and
1: then then a new weapon will show up in its place and become the new meta.
0: But it's just like one or two, and it's just – when you have like 40 different guns to choose from, why aren't you making other ones viable? Like I like marksman rifles. I'm just a fan of them in general, like outside of the game. Like I like the uh, the EBR because it's like it's similar to like the the uh, World War II Grand the M14. So they have the EBR and and, and Call of Duty, which is like the modern day version of it. And balance issues. Yeah, theoretically, theoretically, it should be viable in Warzone, like what it's designed for. It's a rifle. It's a high powered rifle. It shoots at distance, but it's not TTK. Sucks. It's not as fast as an assault rifle in the game. It can only hold 40 extra rounds of ammo, and the recoil is just too much, so there's no reason to use it. If I'm playing a game like this, I wish it would have more viable weapons. I don't know. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm struggling. I, I'm like really butt hurt from getting my ass kicked all weekend long, and I was determined to get to the end and finish it, so I can say at least I did. And I did. Do you guys play multiplayer games at all besides I know Grex plays Halo but like uh, I know you so you say you, you play DMZ but do you play just regular like quick match 6v6 anything or
2: I rarely play it anymore Is that a they game that's dead?
0: Dude.
2: I don't know if it's necessarily dead it's just not my style of game I like I like more of the PvE like that's why DMZ falls into my wheelhouse because you you're playing against the bots you're playing against humans so you have a mixture of everything that's going on Just straight up multiplayer, especially, as I said, you know, once they institute where, you know, you can just get god rolls or, you know, you work up a gun like the like the season two, like the it took me a while because I don't play all the time. It took me a while to get the ISO ISO hemlock gun, which used to be the meta like right off the bat at the beginning of season two. But by the time I got it, they'd already nerfed it. So (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it works. I'm like, so, like, I don't spend a lot of time grinding guns and stuff like that to, you know, get the, the god roll or the best weapon or the med- meta for that season and stuff. So, it that's why going into, like, m- like matchmaking like that, like, it just doesn't work for me because I'm not, I'm not that into it to, you know, to grind out the, the, the perfect gun for that. I stay away
1: from PvP most <laughs> of the time.
0: Grex, what do you think? What What do you play in?
1: I, I stay away from Call of Duty multiplayer. I stick with Halo if I'm doing multiplayer, and then if I'm doing Battle Royale, it's Fortnite. That's it. That's <laughs> it. No more Warzone for you? You're out? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, really don't. It's the only time I jumped on Warzone in the past, oh, I think, month was for Community Night. That was it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just not spending the time to sit here and grind out a gun, and then it's just... I, I just don't... Want, I'm just not interested...
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what I want in, in a uh, modern game, and I kind of like the concept of Destiny where you have the uh, the PvE side of things, uh, and, and, and you can grind and do different strikes and everything. I just need a game when they I, – I need to have PvP as well, and I think they really just need to figure out a way to, to balance it. And I think the games themselves just need to just work on making things more viable and more fun and, and, and less bullshitty and less twitchy and bullshitty.
1: I would love to get a a good, you know, MMO out there, a new MMO or something like that, but everything coming out lately has just been so broken and uh, just not playable, so.
2: I used to be a Destiny. uh, I used to love Destiny. I'd be on their hours every day, but I always wanted to do the raids and strikes. Like, I didn't want to do PvP in Destiny. So, uh, like, I just like that more strategic, you know, working as a team, you know, get to objective advance whatever storyline it is even if it's something that you repeat multiple times but the raids were like you know I, I wish they'd come out with a good raid that would draw me back into destiny and stuff like that so
1: well also one thing that really killed me for one of the things that killed me for destiny I, I liked destiny when it when it initially came out and then one and two and everything like that and i started going through the chapters but every season it was just I don't know. It just felt regurgitated to me. I mean, they'd skin the enemy a little bit and stuff like that. They come out with a new subclass, which brought about five minutes worth of enjoyment. <laughs> and then it, it just got really stale. And the raids were so freaking frustrating. I don't know if it was just, you know, cause GRG and you know, we just don't do that. Kind <laughs> <of> thing. GRG. <laughs> but they were so, it's just so mechanical and so frustrating. Like, it was frustratingly painful, you know, if you can't get it right, that I kind of gave up on raids. And then the other thing left was was PVP. And, well, that can be fun or, or it can be most of the time painful.
0: Yeah, I think when Destiny 1 came out, it was better for PVP. Uh, with Destiny 2, they really um, kind of just let it stagnate. For the longest time and didn't have any new maps or anything um and it doesn't seem like they're even interested in it at all and it's kind of like a bother for them to to worry about it as far as the raids yeah those raids i felt that some of them could have been uh they should have had like a beginner raid and then a an advanced raid for mechanics because a lot of that stuff would be timed and you had to, if you were like a second off, it was a wipe and it was just frustrating because it was, it was so tight the time on it. It was just, it was painful.
2: you mean jumping platforms that disappear as you're jumping on them and you have to do that at the same <laughs> time you're shooting the eye of it?
1: Yeah, I, I know mean, they want to make that. it difficult because <laughs> they want people to have to, you know, earn the achievement and stuff like that to say you got it, but. I mean, this it was just so frustratingly painful. Like it's, and you sit there and you like work on this thing for like three hours and you have like nothing to show for it because you couldn't finish it.
0: What frustrates me the most is with with multiplayer games. Like I, I really like Halo Infinite, but man, I really feel that three four three let dropped the ball in the game too, and it could have been much better. I, I like, well, and I guess took, it's more like took the way way
1: p- too long to bring Forge out, which is their. One of their main features of the game, right? I mean, everybody, you know, Halo is because of Forge and the custom maps and the game modes and stuff like that. And they just don't take advantage of it, and I have no idea why.
0: No, and they should. And and now you have Fortnite. Uh, they have their own Creator series now, and they're actually letting people earn money if they use their. their and it's maps. blowing
1: up. It's blowing up. Yeah, I mean, Sword they already had they already phenomenal. had Creator mode, and they already had like you know the creative. Uh, part where you can just jump into like hosted hosted game modes and stuff like that, and they just further enhance that and are promoting the sh- crap out of it. And uh, yeah, I mean they're pushing all their um, partners, you know, their streamers and stuff to to push on it and have their own little
0: private game with servers, and it's blowing up. I think my Biggest problem with uh, Call of Duty multiplayer is no one plays the objective at all. and But they'll play objective game modes so they can farm kills because like, oh, well, if we play headquarters, I know Grex is going to be at the headquarters capping so I can shoot him while he's there trying to cap this thing defenseless, you know. Where you play Halo and I feel like the community is more interested in winning the game and they actually try to play the game mode whether you play capture the flag, you know people play defense or offense and they'll work together. Um, I just feel that the, the community itself plays the game mode and objective more than. Yeah. Well, the community
1: in the culture of call of duty has always been about your KD. And
0: yeah. uh,
1: I feel that's still a sticking point with that game. So game modes objective modes are kind of pointless when the majority of your player base
0: only cares about their KD. And that's, that's my biggest turnoff from that. Well, one of my biggest turnoffs from that game. It's a, it's a problem for me. I don't like it when the other team is not trying to capture B like they have C and we have A and B and they have no interest in it. And it, it actually bothers me, but it is what
2: it is. I'll tell you, that's where, that's where DMZ hits it pretty well. I mean, you still have the people that will, you know, they'll, they'll spawn camp the exfil or something like that, or, you know, they'll. If it's a you know radioactive mission, they'll camp the uh, the radioactive drops and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you get that occasionally, but eighty-five to ninety percent of the time, people are playing the objectives of what the objective they're trying to do. And there's so many different things that you can do in that game mode. There's so many different objectives that you can pick up and run. That you know you'll cross paths with you know player bases you know now and then, but you really have the chance to you know actually work as objective within your squad and stuff like that
0: couldn't get to the point where I wanted to catch, like, you know, collect eight wine bottles. And I guess I just needed to look past it. But um, actually, that wasn't the worst part. It was like the later missions that were just like, you know, you have to get $100,000 and extract with that on one player. Just like the harder ones. I'm like, this seems like a lot of work. And I just had no interest. But I do like the open world concept of it where you're out doing your thing and you can get ganked by somebody. Like, I've played. World of Warcraft on a PvP server. We played uh, Guild Wars 2. We played a lot of uh, the the uh, World versus World thing. Um, and, and ESO, I played Cyrodiil. So I'm used to it. Like I'm okay with being out into that world knowing that, hey, I may get ganked and that's okay. Or Division Dark Zone from Division 1, which was actually good. So I'm used to it and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I'm the asshole that's looking for other players. <laughs> I did. I can't do the quest. I just look for other players. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> run. <laughs> I'll run, run with... Off. Squirrel. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll run with somebody if they're playing and like, okay, I got to go. I'll do whatever missions they want to do. I don't care because I'm not going to do mine. I'm too lazy to do that stuff, but sure shit, while they're trying to collect their like six <laughs> boxes spam, I'm looking for enemies. I want to shoot them, you know, and
2: it's i mean dmz works on a couple of levels you have those outside story based missions which are the ones you're talking about like collect the you know the hard drives or the wine bottles and stuff like that but then you have the in-game missions where it's like you know you pick up a you pick up a contract to you know hunt another squad or you pick up a contract to do a rescue mission and stuff like that so it's kind of interesting how it all plays out and the fact that you know it's it's that Tarkov-esque-ness that gets to me also that, you know, you whatever you go in with, you can lose and not come out with if you die in-game, if you don't exfil. So, yeah, I, it, t- it does take some getting used to, but like it's definitely a good mix of like the game types and that's why it kind of appeals to me.
0: It's rough because I, I try to think of the smaller game modes. What the heck? Oh my God, Valiant set a picture. That's scary. Oh my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> Yeah, lost my train of thought there. No, we were talking about like the smaller game modes. And I just, I kind of want to say that it's almost a thing of the past until something comes and brings something new to that genre. I don't, I think Call of Duty's struggling now. They're they're struggling with player count. I think something new needs to come along and and, and mix things up.
2: Yeah, that's what I was, I was disappointed in the, the, Fan base that Outriders got because I thought Outriders was a great game and had that great multiplayer, you know, almost raid light. X, you know. Yeah, Rick,
1: Outriders was was fun. I like that. They, they it needed more end game content, is what it. Needed. Yeah,
2: definitely. It needed to be a little bit deeper, a little bit more stuff. But it's you know that was to be a game type that I thought would take off, and it just never really took off. So.
1: Yeah, the concept was good, but as usual, people burn through it way too quickly. Burn through the content in like a week flat. And then the developers are sitting there twiddling their thumbs going, uh, yeah, it's going to take us like another six months to bring out any new kind of major
0: feature. (laughs) And everybody's like, well, well, see ya. Happens all the games. Everybody's in a rush to get to that raid and then beat it. They don't even pay attention to the story and whatever whatever well you guys
1: you got you got these streamers that it's their job right to play games right so they're on there eight hours a day every day just freaking just chewing through content and you know everybody else wants to try and keep keep up with them and you get this this culture that just 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 blasts through stuff you know yeah, and I think that's yeah, the worst thing
2: about the day. streamers because they get the early access a lot of the time, too. So they're, they're broadcasting the early access, you know, running a raid. Like, all of a sudden, everybody learned the raid. And, like, <laughs> just by watching the streamer, that had it a week early. And so <laughs> that that content's getting burned faster than anything right now. So,
0: All right. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get a new game coming out soon. Maybe just go back to playing Paladins. That was a great game. Uh <laughs> PGA Tour
2: is coming out on Friday. <laughs>
0: there you go. You can play golf. Ugh. I like I like playing golf. Uh, I I go to this mom and pops golf course, and uh, I'm like Roddy Dangerfield from Caddyshack. I bring my little uh, Bluetooth speaker, I got the tunes going. I got a cooler <laughs> beer in the back of the thing, and just out there yeah, whacking balls. A beer cart coming around. No, this place is too low. Oh, Too right, <laughs> yeah.
2: He's got the little pony cake inside it his had, golf it bag. Beers a in the
0: little sh- in the little clubhouse, but I mean, this is like clubhouse is a <laughs> it isn't the correct word. The shed, shed basically. It's a shed. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I dig more holes than I hit golf balls. So, <laughs> I have the equipment where I look like I know what I'm doing. And that's where it ends. <laughs> that's where it ends. A <laughs> <where it> <laughs> uh, Callaway driver. I have Cobra irons. I look. I look good out there. Yeah. Do you kind of bring my own balls? <laughs> you know, what? I, I buy the cheap ones, and as soon as it goes into the woods, drop. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm not even. I don't even love look. time looking for it. Fuck <laughs> that! I ain't getting get Ivy. <laughs> uh, I hate. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. all right yeah i don't i don't even care my kids are like let's go my kids want to go play in the the woods i'm like no fuck that let's go you you got like the you got
1: like that shopping bag of golf balls you know the plastic <laughs> you know yes. shop right freaking garbage bag you know of golf balls <laughs> that you bought for like two
0: dollars no i have better ones than that but they're <laughs> it's still not but the, range, range, balls balls from the, the, the range balls yeah the range balls that they <laughs> stole i <laughs>
1: mean <laughs> They always get jammed up in the machine now, so they got rid of them. Yeah,
2: I, don't I appreciate
1: golf-
0: you.
2: I appreciate you as a cheap golfer. I'm the one that's finding a dozen balls in the woods that you guys don't want to chase down.
1: So thanks. <laughs> there <laughs> you <laughs> go. <laughs> Seldon's out there in his uh, the the high waters or whatever those those uh, gators are. <laughs> the gators.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I used to take the boys because they they would like to go and drive the golf cart because I couldn't drive at the time, yeah. so that was a big thrill for them. And I'd have them drive me around, and we'd just play best ball, which was always never a good ball, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was what it was. I was out having fun. I don't care.
1: Screw my, it. my son was doing the the junior tour where they have a good program for you know basically all skill ranges, and you know they get to go around and they play on these nice courses and stuff, and it wasn't even that wasn't that expensive at all and but he's just not interested anymore so i was like oh, bummer.
0: <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs> yeah my, my uh kids they, their school they they went to uh they went to a private school outside philly and needless to say we were the poor folk of the school and, and a lot of these kids came from like super wealthy families and these kids could play golf <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like mini tiger woods you know i mean these like high school kids I mean, they were just they were they were the real deal and, and the, the school played on like some really nice courses and yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't play the game. The the, the the only uh golf game I play is Golden Tea at the the bar. <laughs> That's the best one. I love that game. And now is it is the PJ is that on uh Game Pass or uh no, it's on the EA game whatever that is. So you get like ten hours
2: free.
1: EA if you play. have Game
2: Pass or whatever, so
1: yeah,
2: EA Play, EA Play, yeah. So you'll get you. You can play it for ten hours free. So and it's been a while since they put out a PGA one, an EA game. Um. So hopefully it's uh, pretty good. So let's, I'm looking forward to playing it a little bit this weekend.
0: Some of the old GRG guys would play uh, a league, and then one of the guys was cheating, hitting off the women's tees, and <laughs> kind of killed that. <laughs> they, they caught him. They caught him and off the women's Ds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the fact they have to cheat for a GRG thing, that's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the like lowest of the low. All right, moving along. Uh, um, E3 is canceled, and this is much to no one's surprise. Uh, pretty much everybody has moved on from this. Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, we're not attending it. Even Ubisoft ditched it. And... If anybody needs uh, some promotion, it's them. I mean, they <laughs> that company's in trouble. Everyone's um, running their own thing, which I mean, I'm
1: kind of surprised that they each want to take on the cost of managing one of these, these giant events. But I think a lot of them are also going to more of a, Virtual kind of events, yeah, the
2: showcases okay. and the like yeah, the, yeah their own to, schedule so. to cut yeah. down
0: costs because it's just so expensive to to run one of those things now. And COVID kind of killed that. Yeah, although conventions are still big. I was just watching a thing I sent to my kid. Uh This, I guess, it was last weekend or whatever. They had this thing Mechacon, over at uh, Orlando. He's down in in Florida for school, and it looked awesome. Like there was people dressed up like. And cosplay, like all these Star Wars guys, and a whole, like 20 people dressed like the Mandalorian, different Mandalorian armors. Nice. There was a section where they they 3D printed like full size R2D2 style droids. They had the motors and stuff like that to control them. It was this massive convention. So stuff like that still thrives, but I guess gaming conventions is a thing of the past. I guess these companies figure virtual is the way to go. I know our company.
1: company i work for is kind of like that they've really pulled back on on the convention side of the house and they used to allow like employees and stuff to to go and stuff like that but now it's like if you want to go you have to like you have to basically buy a full price ticket which is you know a thousand two thousand dollars it's like what the frick why would i do that
0: (laughs) so you're basically telling me you don't want me to go i'm going to a uh a thing uh, for, for uh, Paolo uh, in a couple weeks. And my kid sent to me because he's going. So we decided to pick the same classes to go take these classes. I'm just going just to go hang out with the kid for the day and go eat some good dinner down in Philly. But
2: <laughs> With the E3, I mean, E3 canceled is not a big surprise. I mean, they've been having trouble pulling in the, ty- the the big companies and stuff like that for a while. I mean, but your Penny Arcades are still, they're making a rebound. They're coming back from COVID years. Uh, they just finished PAX East a couple weekends ago. And, you know, for what it was, it was a successful show for a lot of the guys. Um, you still don't have all the exhibitors there, but it's, it's still in that, you know, rebounding stage, but it's definitely bigger than the year before. Um, and you have like, you have shows coming up like the GCX down in, uh, Orlando, I think that's going to be in August sometime. That's the old Halo streamers originally started that, um, and the Destiny streamers. You're, oh, uh, Cathalian yes. and, uh, you know, Tim the Tapman. Um, and you know, those, those streamers that had that big Destiny group that their convention is bigger than it's ever been. And, uh. I think those smaller shows are what's going to prosper in this. You don't need the E3s anymore cuz that's, you know, E3 was based on big pressers and big big shows and stuff like that with the big names there. And those guys all pulled out. So E3 needed to die at that point, but I think you're going to see the 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 vacuum filled by the smaller shows that are more key to the, you know, the
0: the local audiences and stuff like that. You know who went to that that one down in Orlando you said the uh GCX? Um, yes. Valiant because he's Destiny nerd and he was he was there last year. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, he cool.
0: went and uh I was debating on going to go hang out Valiant and then go run over to see my kid over in Daytona, but I did not. Um here's my question for you guys is uh how much do you think they had to pay due to canceling? I mean, the event was scheduled for like June 13th through the 16th and the uh, Los Angeles Convention Center, I mean, they backed out of it. Like, what do you think that's going to cost them just to back out of something like that? Oh, it's got to be.
1: Yeah, they definitely had to put down a deposit that they lost. Probably. <laughs> I couldn't. Crazy.
2: Yeah, I know that, uh, you know, I was just, we were just, Derek and I were just talking on the other show that uh, Pactor's Party, which is one one of the premier events at uh, E3 usually. Um Pachter's a big name in the industry and stuff like that, and he has his own little private party. He had to put down a $25,000 deposit on the hotel convention area or whatever, the, wherever he had his party. And he put that down late and they canceled it after he put that deposit down and it was non-refundable. So just his party alone was a $25,000 deposit. I can't even imagine wow. what the E3 board had to put down and how what they lost. Yeah. I'm like, And now they have to refund maybe the money to the exhibitors that put down deposits with them. I don't think E3 is going to recover from this because they, they're already probably down from the, the deposit on the convention for themselves, but now they have to refund money out. And if I'm they like, do however, or
1: not, if they have to.
2: Yeah. If they have or to, or but I'm like, either way, it's going to put a bad taste in a lot of these smaller developers. I'm like, who's going to yeah. want to come back to them if they pulled this shit this year? So,
0: Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. That's that's the only thing I thought, thought of when they, they cancel. I'm like, damn, that must have cost them a pretty penny to back out of that stuff. Uh, Anyway, moving along, there has been an announcement with uh, Microsoft and Expandable Storage, and there is a new third-party developer. Western Digital has now entered the market, and there was a a leak thing on the Best Buy ad showing a Western Digital one-terabyte expansion card for the Xbox Series X and S. Um, And it was... Listed at $179.99, so it was $40 cheaper than the Seagate version. Uh, it, this is still hugely overpriced for a terabyte of storage, especially with the uh, the drives they have out now. But Microsoft had to go and uh, make a proprietary interface, I guess. um the majority of users are not like me that are very intelligent and then they're just big dummies and they don't know how to use hard drives. Um, so they made a little simple slot to stick it in and, and whatever. That's good news. I mean, we'll get to see a, a third party come in. We'll get to see the price drops because it was what $220 for the, uh, the one terabyte from Seagate, $400 for two terabytes. It's just it was ridiculous. Um, I don't play many games and I'm okay with my drive space currently, but I know a lot of people have been like transferring games on and off, like an external hard drive to play on the, on the series X. Anyway, that's just exciting. Good to see uh finally competition.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because it's, it's an M2 SSD that they are using for the expandable storage slot. And the reason that they're using this is because the proprietary with the able to fast swap the memory or whatever it is. And so they needed this interface so that it would work fast. So you could do the Xbox Series X and S, you know, graphical, you know, loading and unloading as fast as possible. Like your regular SSD isn't going to work on this in that fashion. I have a regular SSD that I I dump games onto that I'm not going to play for a while. But if it's X and S compatible, I reload them back up to the hard drive. And uh, you know, so it is the proprietary. I understand you you can mark it up for that reason, but it's still like if you ha- if you just want a regular M2 SSD one terabyte, it's probably about eighty bucks, you know, and it's still like almost double the price of what you could actually buy that for. And I know that like six months ago, somebody actually developed a dongle that you could plug your regular M2 SSD into that would act as a fast swap, so it would work. So I, it was only a matter of time before Microsoft realized that they had to open this up to a third party. Maybe there was some kind of you know, proprietary you know contract with you know Seagate originally. But yeah, it's great that they're finally opening this up. Hopefully, we'll see these prices continue to drop as maybe more people get into developing these forms.
0: As a uh, an elite hacker such as myself, I, I looked into that as well. The uh, the people that made that that little hack with the the uh, interface and. It's not a hundred percent, so you could get it to work, but it's it's prone to failure and there were some other issues with it uh if it was a hundred percent I would have jumped right on board on it and just went <laughs> that route like yeah it was there's there's some issues it's not i think it it works but not completely um there were some issues, which sucks because I was like, oh like I was so excited I was like all set because you had to, you can order like the adapter was like on AliExpress or whatever it is, and then you can order like forty dollars for this adapter, and then you just get any any of those hard drives and it'd be good. But uh, so my question for you, Selden, since you offload the games, now if there's an update to the game you have offloaded to your, your SSD drive, does that get updated?
2: Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it acts just like it's like with the old Xbox Series X or Xbox X, whatever the hell the old ones. Like yeah. it would, it would treat it as a regular hard drive. You just can't, you can't utilize the Series X upgrades on that external hard drive if it's not one of these SSD proprietary
0: drives. So if you put Fortnite on there right now, you, you're in your your Xbox Series X, and you. You're playing Fortnite, okay. I'm not gonna stop, I'm gonna put it on my SSD drive because I'm gonna make way for another game. Fortnite still gets updated even though it's on your SSD drive. Yeah, because you can still play games from your SSD drive. Okay, okay. But you just can't
2: you don't get the benefit of the you know the higher graphics and everything and all that. Sure.
0: So okay. I have like maybe five games on my Xbox. <laughs> I just don't I don't play like I play whatever and I just deleted ESO, so I got plenty of room. I got still five hundred meg or I whatever 500, 500 meg 500 gig i do the same thing i clean
1: it out every once in a while my son will go through and he'll game pass and he'll download like freaking 15 games and then i'll go through and i'll delete most of them because he won't yeah. play them he plays them for like five five minutes and then eh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like i don't have
2: the i don't have the issue i guess a lot of america still has like data caps and stuff like that we don't have in our cable package we don't have data caps but I understand, like, you know, some people might go the route that I'm doing because they don't want to have to download a game like two or three times because it's True. just going to max out their data for the, the month or whatever. I, I understand. I'm like, I just do it because it's convenient because I could just still play the games whenever I wanted
0: to. Data caps are such bullshit, too. It's like, <laughs> I never, oh, I we're going to run like out that. of space. It's like, no, you're not. The pipe's open. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, I, I don't have data caps. I have Fios and, and I have gig bandwidth up and up and down. So I yeah. I don't care. Uh that's when my kid was just deciding for his apartment uh in Philly. He's like, how much does he need? And he's switching over to Fias because he wants synchronous traffic. And uh so I said get the three hundred package because it's it's cheaper and it's probably all he needs. It's just him by himself in the apartment. Um I said, worst case scenario, you can always upgrade. Like they will <laughs> accept your money, they will gladly upgrade you. But why yeah. pay for it anyway? Fiber is the only way. <laughs> it is, I tell you, I, I love fiber. I, I I had to throw uh, Comcast out of my house once. So I was getting TV. This was God twenty years ago, and um, we couldn't get clear signal to our TV. Back in my thirty-two inch tube TV, my massive tube TV. Uh the high def channels were coming in blurry and stuff, and, and she couldn't fix it. And she literally banged on my TV. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. And I called, like, I never I never pulled a Karen before, but I went, I went full Karen mode and I called Comcast and what the fuck? Blah blah blah. Screaming and yelling, and she banged on my TV. Like, what in the world? It's the fourth time someone's been out trying to fix. Yeah, so I don't do Comcast anymore, or Xfinity now, which is my area. Verizon and Fios. I like the Fios. It's worked well. Uh, all right, enough of that. No one cares. Um, I don't even have TV with my – I have YouTube TV. And uh, speaking of TV, let's move on to TV and movies. And uh, up first, I just wanted to, to bring out this stat I saw today, which was kind of like – I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, especially for the amount of money that this show cost. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, only only 37% of the viewers watched the entire series. So people may have, you know, got on board, started watching it. uh, But by the end, 37% made it through the entire series. And as the most expensive show ever for TV and streaming, I mean, is that a failure? I would say so.
1: (laughs) as a fantasy although no. although i would i would although i would want i would like to hear what what other series if if you
0: know if people are finishing most of the series that they start i didn't like lords of rings i, I didn't even like the movie so like the the tv show <laughs> i didn't have high hopes for that and <laughs> i mean
1: i i i went through the whole series and i you know i'm I, i'm, I'm one Lord all of a too. Big fan and, and the books and stuff like that. So, I mean, I,
0: I ended up watching the whole thing, but it wasn't the, the greatest piece, but yeah. Grex gets mad at me because I uh, called out their costuming department because there was a scene with the one lady who went blind. Uh, she's wearing like scale armor, so her breastplate is made out of scale armor. But like the the shirt she was wearing under it, under it was – printed in scale armor like you went to the printers and got a shirt made and, and it just drove me nuts I, 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 like i like it was unacceptable to me like it was so weird like i it was such a little detail that i caught i'm like this looks terrible and i couldn't not see it afterwards and i'm like you couldn't have put like leather underneath it because she wouldn't have scales like in her armpit she would have scales like on the on the shirt like it just didn't even make sense and it was clearly a printed shirt versus like the armor Breastplate she was wearing, where, like, if you watched a show like Game of Thrones, their costuming department was amazing. All the armor, all the outfits looked incredible, and they were so diverse. Like, okay, so the Lannisters had this style, and you know, the uh, the uh, Starks were this way, and and so on and so it forth. Just, it just irked you that they cheaped out on something like that. It's like, why well, <laughs> would you do that? <laughs> it me, And you got mad at me because I bitched about it, but it did. It bothered me. It, it,
1: it's like the biggest nitpicky
0: little thing, but I get it. <laughs> uh, the, the, the show is whatever. I, it's like, a, yeah, it's whatever. I, I don't like Lord of the Rings. So I'm the bad person to judge from it. I just thought that that stat was pretty, pretty funny. It's know. interesting. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. So with that, we had, uh, the Secret Invasion trailer came out, and we have Nick Fury. Now, I, I didn't catch this. Is this a series or a movie? Because I didn't, series. I don't know. It's a series. It's one of, yeah, okay, it's the a
2: Disney movie. series, the Disney Plus series. So.
0: Um, uh, so the trailer, I think, did its job because I think it looks good. The trailer looked good. Like, it looked interesting. I was kind of, okay, I'll, I'm going to go check this out. Uh and I'll be surprised if this is the case. I know I'm going to go watch this and be disappointed cuz it's Marvel and Disney. <laughs> and that's all I expect from them anymore. Um it did look a bit darker than usual Marvel shows. Uh that Disney made at least. So it looks like it's going to be interesting and the last thing I had for this was uh Nick Fury without an eye patch is bad um i'm sorry nick fury needs to wear an eye patch always and forever i mean i know they changed it from a white dude to the to uh, samuel L. jackson that's okay he needs a fucking eye patch he's the fu- that's nick fury's character i don't know like the he doesn't have an eye patch in there. like what the fuck yeah instead of you he's walking around with that messed up eye yeah who wants okay. to see that dude cover your fucking eye up <laughs> I don't know how
1: much of the series it'll be with him without the eyepatch or if it was just those scenes that they picked for the trailer, but well, I guess yeah. we'll see to get us talking about them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I haven't caught the trailer yet, but I, did, I mean, I did catch a real quick like glimpse of it, but yeah, it definitely seemed dark.
0: I'm hoping it's going to be pretty good. I don't understand. I guess I'll explain to it. Cause I did mention it in the trailer. Like, why don't you call it in like the Avengers or something? And like, yeah, like, why aren't you calling in the Avengers? Are you, you're Nick Fury. You may be a great secret agent, but you have no superpowers. And you're fighting the, the I guess, the, the invasion from the scrolls or the, uh, the alien invasion. Like, it's.
1: Says he wants to handle it himself.
0: We'll I mean, see. it seems like what the Avengers would be good at, but I don't know things.
2: Maybe they heard you and they're like, well, people are getting superhero
1: burnout. Let's get a regular guy in here. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's more of a if they do it right. Maybe it's more of a a spy uh, setup where you got to be more surgical than where the Avengers would be more like bringing in the army versus uh... Hulk is surgical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now this isn't this isn't his origin story, right? This is just- no. Okay. no, no. This is after I guess all the other shit because he's not working for. This this is him coming out of hiding, too. And he comes out of hiding
1: and uh, has to uh, get involved with with this invasion of uh, the scrolls.
0: Now, they did do something that is like one of my pet peeves with shows like this, um, where they say he's like the most wanted man in them in America or the world or whatever they said. And I'm so sick and tired of having like our like quote unquote heroes or the main stars of the show being chased by the government because they're the bad guy for whatever reason. Like Jack Ryan did this 24 did this all the time with Jack Bauer. And like every show like this seems to, to come to this story arc where you're the bad guy. We got to go chase you down. And oh, then you'll definitely everything. hate that new series on Netflix then.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly. oh god it what so happens
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, this guy's either, out day. saving the world and he's like Jason Bourne was another one he's out saving the world doing all this stuff and he's the bad guy we gotta put him down <laughs> Jeez, really like what well, got me mad with Jack Ryan because he was like the top CIA analyst and was so good at all the time and all of a sudden like well no now he's the bad guy really <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. Or Jack Bauer, too. Like this dude. Well, anyway, 24 we go got silly. 20, 24 got silly. 24 did get silly. The last seasons, there. Yeah. The one time when the bad guys wanted him to kill his boss, so he did. Now, the boss didn't do anything bad. <laughs> and like people was like well he's a jerk and i'm like well th- but that doesn't mean he deserves to get shot and killed like he did he wasn't a bad guy like why would jack bauer listen to these terrorists but he yeah. did it and, it, and
1: also like the, you know they had the whole thing with the countdown the clock and everything yeah and it was all supposed to be happening in like 24 hours but then the later seasons they just kind of they still had the <laughs> clock but it was like stupid because certain scenes they like a week would pass. I'm <laughs> like, well, what the frick is the point of the clock now? <laughs> but we still got
0: the clock. Hey, it's, where it's our trademark. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, see so you guys checking out Secret Invasion? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch.
1: I mean, yeah. the, the stuff that I watch these days, you can't hold anything to it because
0: sometimes I just get bored and I have to watch something. <laughs> something. It's, just, it's either I watch this or I watch my dog drool on the floor. So it's like <laughs> one of, <laughs> one or the other. Oh, God, speaking of like horrible shows, <laughs> God, you guys are going to hate me on this. The Mandalorian. I got to ask you guys, is this show about uh, Din Djarin or the actual Mandalorian or is it about Bo-Katan? Like, ooh, this season's confusing me. Do you, like, I don't know what's going on. And are we just promoting her show? Is she going to be on her own show? Or like, what's going on with this show? Um...
1: They're definitely put some a good amount of focus on her in the past, you know, two episodes, so they're definitely trying to explore an arc. And, you know, they I mean Dave Filoni and stuff like that does these does these episodes. He does it with his other shows like Clone Wars and, and Bad Batch and he has these arcs that go off. Which are generally pretty cool. But the problem with Mandalorian is the freaking season is so freaking short. It's like I don't know if you can do these side arcs and focus on these other characters because then you're not giving enough time to your main character and as much as i like dave filoni i think i mean i don't understand what the plan is with this but why they have to make the season and the episode so short it's i i don't understand it maybe it's a
0: cost thing probably a cost thing well, that's what we were talking about last episode with the uh, the Last of Us, and and they did it, and nine episodes long, two of them, for all intents and purposes, could be considered filler because it had nothing to do with the story arc. Now, one of the filler episodes was an amazing episode,
1: but it's still it's still filler. It's still it's yeah. still not progressing the main story. So you got this great filler episode, but what it, what does it do for the main story arc? It, it does nothing. So it's a waste. It's a waste for
0: from that standpoint. And, and I've yeah. yet to see an episode this season of The Mandalorian that was was good.
1: Uh, the last season the last episode was, was pretty good seeing all the Mandalorians fight. You know, the battle on uh
0: I forgot the name of the planet now, but um It was probably Tatooine because that's where they was. Um
1: and and seeing uh, uh Carl Weather's there go at it but um
0: follow creed come on call him oh. by his real name <laughs>
1: <laughs> i thought the episode was pretty good or Chubs, his best yeah. role ever
0: was Chubs. come on Chubbs.
2: <laughs> i will have to say i'll have to say that this episode this last episode of the mandalorian was probably the best in the last uh, uh, two seasons season and a half whatever it is I just thought that they really did a good job with this storyline and uh, and how they told the story this time, because it was it wasn't about unlike it wasn't about baby Yoda or whatever Grogu whatever his Grogu. name was. yeah and it, it it had nothing to do with him um, and it really had to do with the Mandalorian people and how they're reestablishing themselves and that that's why I think he's trying to spin this off a little bit towards uh, Bo Katan because. It, the Mandalorian, I don't know if he, he's necessarily looking at it as, as one person, but as the people recovering after the demise that they had where the people were, you know, obliterated and their planet was destroyed. So, I mean, he could be trying to build this Mandalorian story out to cover, you know, the entire people of the Mandalorian. Well,
0: yeah. they should be killed because they can't take off their goddamn helmets and they got to go eat in those separate <laughs> corners. And like, it's the dumbest fucking thing. That annoys me so much. <laughs> I can't. I, I, it, it absolutely drives me mad. Like it's just like that's just the dumbest thing. We can't take off our helmets. Oh, shut the fuck off!
1: <laughs> well, it, it just sounds like what they're going to be doing for the next couple. Of, well, we'll see what they do for the next, you know, episodes or something like that. Is they're going to have parts where they're going to have Bo-Katan going off, going up all with in trying to get all these other factions, um, yeah, together. Um, what well, should know. be
0: called the Mandalorians then? But yeah, plural I don't know if to
1: do, it, like if Jaren is going to go with her or not, but um, maybe at the end there they
0: they uh, take back Mandalore, but we'll see. And Baby Yoda needs to go away. That's all I got to say about that. Just needs to just be done with the show. He should have stayed with Luke, and that's that. Luke is the biggest failure I've ever met in, in in Star Wars world because he can't train one single fucking Jedi. He's supposed to be the new hope, and he's a big failure. He failed with Ben Solo. He, he failed with Baby Yoda. He's a loser. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! My 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 kid is the biggest Star Wars nerd in the world, and we 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 go on and on about this stuff and.
2: Whatever. I thought that was one of the greatest April Fools' joke was the uh, the Darth Jar Jar ads. And I'm like, I saw oh, that. Please, Darth Jar Jar, please take Darth Gurgu with you and go west.
0: Would you ever see, read the theories about like why he could be Darth Jar Jar? No, no, because like the way he fought was like the drunken style. Like you know how like was it um, Jackie Chan drunken what? style drunken uh, master. Fighter? Yeah, drunken master, and that's what they said. Like you know, Jar Jar was like, and uh, he he never got shot. and He was always doing this stuff, and he was also playing mind tricks on people, thinking he was weak. But he was the one that convinced the Republic to go to uh, the Empire, and he was the one to sell it. And there was all, the whole there's a whole theory about why he's a Darth. Is he's a, a Sith? And. uh <laughs> Yeah. Could it's, spin anything.
1: <laughs> give yeah. the internet enough time and they could spin anything. <laughs> no, I know, I
0: know. Well, speaking of which, the uh what was it the was it this episode or the last episode? They had the guy who played Jar Jar, uh he was a Jedi. Yes, and it was it
1: was Grogu's uh, escape story yeah. after Order Sixty Six last episode.
0: My kid said that people gave the actor a bunch of shit for Jar Jar, and I'm like, why would they give the actor like the actor was just doing a part? Yeah, I mean, like the, the character was sucked, but it's not the it's not the actor's fault. I mean, the actor was doing his – like, I didn't even – that didn't make any sense to me. I don't – I don't, I don't know. Know. When does the
1: internet ever make sense to you? No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Speaking of Star Wars, my kid gave me all this, the Vader comic books that he, uh, I got him for Christmas to read. So I got to go read through them. He's like, you got to read them. They're, they're awesome. So I have, like, four different graphic novels, like – all in a row of Vader comics that I got to work through. He loved them. He thought they were fantastic. I know you guys don't read, but, <laughs> but this no, has pictures like to, in it. I like to have people read to me. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you finish the uh, storm stormlight archive? Yeah, I finished that. That was, that was really good. Uh, book
2: four. It was good. Uh, definitely picked up over book three. Um, Right, so it was book four, right?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at a seventy five percent ish of book four, so I I've been dragging my ass on that one. I need to finish that one out. Um, yeah, one was one was the the first book was the best by far. Two
2: was right there behind it. Three kind of sucked ass. Yeah, and four four brought it back a little bit. So
0: yeah, yeah, I'm hoping yeah I'm, I'm hoping it gets a little better because yeah, but it's not bad. It's not a bad series. It's long. It's a long series. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more time jumping going on in book four,
2: I think. So.
0: Hopefully it has move book move five forward. coming out soon. I think like the next year or so it's supposed to come out. I'd be wrong about that, but he's not a uh, George R. R. Martin that takes like, well, he's never going to finish his next book and I probably won't even read it. Uh anything. Anyway, uh you guys got any other TV shows? Are you guys watching anything? John Wick, do you guys anyone watch John John Wick? No. I'll probably catch that when it hits
1: unless I feel like going by myself to the theater, which is probably not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at, because like my, my kids aren't home. I'm tempted to see it. And my kid comes home this weekend, but we gotta do furniture shopping for his new house or his new apartment, so. Uh the other thing was, yeah, so I did watch um, The Night oh, Agent. Real quick, real quick, real quick, John Wick 4, I, I saw a stat on that. He says 380 words in the entire movie. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a speaking <laughs> line. That was the action. I hear it's good, though. Yeah, so anyway, go ahead. I, I just thought that was me. funny. I was like, holy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fine by me. <laughs> That's to think about. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I do end up watching that new series on Netflix, Night Agent which was pretty good for, you know, but it's your typical spy action, you know, popcorn. You don't really got to think too hard, but there's enough twists in it to make it interesting. (laughs) And uh,
0: overall it was a, it was a decent series to pinch there.
2: Yeah. It's been on my radar to watch. So.
0: Yeah. I've been recommended that as well, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, I still don't know that name of that stupid uh, Korean show, the, uh, the game show squid games squid, squid games game. that's yeah. it oh finally like oh my god we took us me and gregs beforehand we're, were uh, talking about because netflix must think i'm korean because it keeps you know showing me korean like recommending korean shows to me because i watched <laughs> that uh the border alice and borderlands i watched that oh, no, i love that one <laughs> and, and so now it thinks that i'm korean and like, that's all i get so i watched i started watching the glory i'm like well, let me check this one out but uh I lost interest around episode four and I haven't finished it, so it's not it's whatever. It was wasn't as good as Squid Game or uh Alice in Borderlands. You watch anything there, Stalden? I was gonna
2: say I'll make a recommendation if you have Apple TV or have access to Apple TV shows, uh I would definitely recommend checking out the movie Tetris. Oh yeah? I was very happy with that movie. That movie really was well done. I thought. Um, I don't know how much is true and how much is fake or whatever, but the way it's told, it, it feels very authentic to what the storyline could have happened to get Tetris, you know, worldwide and stuff like that. And as video game geeks and living through the eighties and nineties, listening to you know the industry that was around that time, it's totally it totally hits that heartstring of mine as as a video game geek. So, uh, if you have a chance, definitely check out the movie Tetris. So
0: it was a fantastic game. I remember playing the hell out of that my, uh, Game Boy, uh, the, uh, the original Game Boy. Yeah. Played the shit out of Tetris. Yeah. So definitely check that right out. out. So. I actually have uh Apple TV because MLS did the dumbest thing in the world and went exclusive to, uh, Apple TV. So you had to pay a, you have to pay for Apple TV and then a hundred dollars extra for MLS package. And uh yeah. Way <laughs> to grow your sport. Lock it behind a paywall, dumbasses. Well then you gotta watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I do my my uh, oldest sons tell me to watch it, so because I gave them all the passion to so like, watch up because I got MLS for the next few months. So
2: <laughs> yeah, Severance was can. my show.
0: Severance yeah, Severance
2: is great. <laughs> Ted Lasso is by far one of the best shows that's on TV these days. So,
0: is that a comedy or is that a serious show? Oh, it's definitely a comedy. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'll check it out. I don't know.
2: It's awesome. It really is. It's it's one of the best feel good shows that's out in a long time.
0: All right. Anything else?
2: Uh, Yellow Jackets season two oh, kind of sucks. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not into it. It's, it's definitely not season one at this point. Hopefully, they can pick it up.
1: I, I have to. I just don't have the apples, so I gotta. It, no, it's not Apple. It's uh, what is it?
0: Pirate uh, TV. Got, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, Pirate TV.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Christine Ricci is smoking hot as the the dorky nurse girl. Like I just, she does it for me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and um. Oh god, what's her name? Um The drug addict chick. Uh oh my god. Uh Juliet Lewis. She's a train wreck. She looks rough. <laughs> she just looks rough. Like <laughs> Life has not been kind to her. Um, oh god. <laughs> no, that's what's that's
2: I, I do have to say about Yellow Jackets, that's what kinda interesting how they the, the adult version of the characters, they're fucking train wrecks. They really are. Oh yeah. All I'm like them. they're not they're not your Hollywood pretty girls They that they, they're intentionally you know downplaying any kind of you know looks and stuff like that. Yeah. But like the high school
0: version of those girls, they're fucking
2: smoking most of
0: them. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh yeah, it, it's it's now become like um. So the first season of Lost was fantastic, and it went downhill, and the yeah, Yellow Jackets seemed to. Going downhill faster, and uh, I'm kind of hoping, yeah, it picks up because last season I was like, Oh, this is great! Uh, Valiant recommended it to me, and I checked it out, and I'm like, This is fantastic! Yeah, yeah, season oh. two has been kind of a disappointment since. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the Reaper Cast. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at gamers com to see everything we're up to um oh i meant to mention i'm going to be planning a tater raid for destiny because i want to go do the raid and i'm just going to accept anybody that signs up and we're just going to fumble through it and or not through it and have fun so look for that in the future i think i'm going to wait for tax season to end so i can get valiant involved <laughs> um <laughs> As always, follow us on Twitter at GRGamers.com, spelled the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Peace.